Welcome to Sexual Health Matters. We acknowledge that the land that we are recording on is the traditional land of the Ghana people, and we honour their ongoing spiritual and cultural relationship with their country. We pay respects to the Ghana elders past and present. We also extend our acknowledgement to the traditional custodians of all the lands across Australia and pay our respects to all Aboriginal elders past and present. Hello, my name is Nikki and I'm a clinical educator and sexual health nurse at Shine SA. This podcast will be telling you all you need to know about the sexually transmitted infection called chlamydia. So first of all, what is it? Well, chlamydia is caused by a bacteria that lives in certain places in the body. It lives up in the vagina in the cervix, the cervix being the entrance to the womb or uterus to use its correct term, and that's where the babies grow. It also lives in the urethra, which is the tube that you pee from, and in the rectum, which is your bum. It is then passed on through unprotected vaginal and anal sex, which makes it a sexually transmitted infection. It is also possible, but uncommon for it to infect the throat during oral sex or the eyes if they come into contact with the infected vaginal fluid or cum. I would like to stress at this point that chlamydia is only sexually transmitted. It cannot be passed on through sharing cups or cutlery. It cannot be passed on through kissing, from swimming pools, from sharing towels or having a massage. And trust me, there is no sexually transmitted infection that is passed on from sitting on a toilet seat. Now, currently, it's the most common of all the sexually transmitted infections. And the reason for that is because you might not actually know that you've got chlamydia because it doesn't always cause symptoms. About 75% of people who have chlamydia do not have any symptoms, and this makes infection very easy to pass on, as people don't realise they have it. And if you can't tell that you have it, you're not going to be able to tell if the person you're about to have sex with, if they have it. The problem with not knowing if you have chlamydia is that it can go on to cause more serious complications. With a cervical infection, it can travel up into the uterus, through the fallopian tubes and into the pelvic cavity, where it can then become pelvic inflammatory disease or PID. Now, one of the complications of PID can be infertility, as the infection can cause the tubes to stick together and become blocked. The same thing can happen with a urethral infection in a penis. The infection can cause the testicles to swell up and can also cause the tubes to stick together and block them, which can also result in infertility. If a pregnant person gives birth while having chlamydia, it is possible that they can pass the infection on into the baby's eyes during delivery. So this is why we encourage people to get tested for chlamydia. The earlier you test, the quicker the infection is treated and you are less likely to develop any of those complications. If you were to develop symptoms, it may be a discomfort or stinging when passing urine, a discharge from the penis or the vagina, or in people with a cervix, it can cause some irregular vaginal bleeding or even bleeding after sex. You can also get some lower tummy pain or swollen testicles, which may be accompanied by a fever. Now, because it is so easy to pass on and not all that easy to tell if you have it, the easiest thing for you to do is to get yourself tested for it if you're sexually active. Current guidelines suggest yearly screening if you're under 30, as the under 30s have the highest rate of this infection. It is also recommended to repeat screening if you have a change in sexual partner or if you're having sex with multiple or many different partners. Screening is very easy to do and can be done at a sexual health service such as Shine SA, Adelaide Sexual Health Centre, youth clinics, Aboriginal health clinics or at a GP centre. Now, when you attend for an STI screen, you will be asked a few personal questions about your sexual activity. This isn't because we're nosy, it's because we need to know what has gone where so we can arrange the right collection of samples. Now, the good thing with chlamydia, though, is that treatment is very easy and it's a very easy infection to be treated and to cure. 
The samples we need to collect will be either a pea sample or a swab test. These tests can be collected by yourself. You are usually asked to go to the toilet where you will either pee into a pot if you have a penis or use a cotton bud swab in the vagina. If you have anal sex, you can also collect a cotton bud swab from the bottom. Make sure that the centre you go to have got your correct contact details so that they can contact you with the results. If you do test positive, you will be asked to return so you can get some treatment. You will also be asked about the people you've had sex with recently. This is called contact tracing or partner notification. Because it is so easy to pass on chlamydia, it is usually impossible to know exactly who you got the infection from, especially if you've had sex with more than one person. Current guidelines recommend tracing back all the sexual partners from the last six months and informing them all that they may have been in contact with chlamydia and they should get tested and treated. Now, this isn't always easy for people to do so, but it's such an important thing as it can prevent someone who does not know that they even have the infection from passing it on to other people. There are ways of assisting people to contact trace. Sometimes the clinic can contact trace on your behalf. There are also websites that can do this. They are called Let Them Know, Better To Know, which is aimed at Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and the Drama Down Under, which is aimed at men who have sex with men. These websites allow you to type in a person's phone number and the type of infection and they will then receive an anonymous SMS informing them that they should get an STI check. This is the best way of preventing the spread of any sexually transmitted infection by all people involved being tested and treated. Especially if you didn't have any symptoms because as I've already said, if you wait until you have symptoms, your infection may have already become more complicated. So once you've taken your treatment, you'll be advised to wait for seven days before having any sexual activity. This is the amount of time it takes for the antibiotics to work, and it is very important to do. If you do end up having sex within seven days after taking the treatment, then you and that sexual partner should get retreated. Remember that chlamydia can have some serious complications if it's left untreated. You do not always need to take another test to make sure the chlamydia has gone. But if you have been told that you need a follow-up test, this is often referred to as a test of cure, then it is important to wait at least four weeks after your treatment has been completed. For others not needing a test of cure, retesting after three months is recommended. So what can you do to stop yourself from catching chlamydia? Well, you probably know what I'm going to say, but it is either don't have any sex, but let's face it, where's the fun in that, or to have safer sex. Now, safe sex involves barrier methods such as dental dams, gloves, internal and external condoms. These work by stopping the spread of sexual fluid. For these methods to be effective, they need to be used from the start of any sexual activity. It is not going to work if a condom is only used towards the end of sex as contact with infected areas would have already taken place. Masturbation is also a safe sexual activity, as long as you're alone. If you are masturbating with somebody else and there is any bodily fluid exchange, then that is not safe sex. So the take-home message is, is that chlamydia is easy to catch, but easy to treat. So don't rely on symptoms and get yourself checked regularly for sexually transmitted infections. And if after listening to this, you realise that you have had unprotected sex since your last check, go and get another test. Remember, it's better to be safe and not sorry. Sexual Health Matters is a podcast produced by Shine SA under funding by Country SA Primary Health Network. For more information about sexual health, please visit www.shinesa.org.au.